Welcome to the Possibility Podcast. I'm Mel Schwartz, your host and thought provocateur. I've been practicing psychotherapy for well over 20 years. During that time, I've been so fortunate to witness countless breakthroughs while working with people, whether one-on-one, as a speaker, in professional trainings, or in workshops. The insights that I've garnered have inspired me to write over a hundred articles and several books, including the companion title to this podcast, The Possibility Principle, which you can find wherever books are sold. On this and every episode, I'll be introducing new ways of thinking, relating, and communicating to help you truly thrive in your life, to reach the possibilities that you may long for. Think of this as a new game plan for living. Thanks for enjoying my emerging community of possibility seekers, and I hope you enjoy the show. Hello, everybody, and welcome to today's episode, Why You Shouldn't Put Your Best Foot Forward. This might sound ironic because it is a commonly held belief that we should always put our best foot forward and certain areas of life we certainly should. But today we're going to look at how the notion of putting our best foot forward can be ruinous in our relationships, particularly in the early stages of dating. Whether you're a young person and dating or looking to get into a committed relationship or you're now divorced and looking to go back out into the world and meet someone else. As I've indicated, typically, many of the rules, our operating rule book of relationship and of life, when we look at them, make little sense. And today we're going to take a look at that in regard to pursuing romantic relationships, emotionally intimate and committed relationships. And let's take a look at this notion of putting your best foot forward. I've seen so often, both personally and professionally, that putting your best foot forward early in the relationship denies both people of the opportunity to really see one another for who we truly are, as opposed to how we want to be seen. We don't tend to share our true self, but we put on the mask of our best features to try to entice the other person to like us perhaps ultimately to love us. But putting your best foot forward makes little sense, in fact, given that over time, your true self will eventually surface. And how is that going to work out? What will that other person feel about how that true self looks? And does it now look like a surprise to them? We're going to move into this deeply, and I'll share some examples. But just think about this. Wouldn't it be more sensible to present your genuine self, the pieces that you like, the pieces that you may not feel confident to secure about, the parts that you may feel the other person might judge you about, and not worry about their judgment? When you manipulate yourself or hide parts of yourself out of concern for what someone else will think, not only does that ruin any opportunity for your genuine self-worth and self-esteem, but it's what I have called other esteem, which is you're trying to elicit approval from someone else, even if you're betraying yourself. Now, that's not only ruinous to your actual genuine self-worth, it's nonsensical 
in terms of the relationship itself. You see, two people who do a dance around their authenticity doesn't really augur well for the future of the relationship. From much of my professional experience, I've seen that it takes at least two years of being in a truly committed and emotionally intimate relationship for a couple to reasonably feel that they have a sense of who one another may be. But very often, we make a pledge of commitment prematurely in a relationship prior to having known who one another is. So what is it we're committing to? We're committing to who we're both pretending to be? So what do I mean by this? Well, early in the dating process, we're looking to see if we can create a mutual connection, interest, liking, loving, sexual attraction. But so often I've seen individuals who I've counseled who have been preparing to offer a commitment in the relationship. Let's see only one another. I don't want to date anyone else. But when I ask if they've asked challenging questions of one another or shared their warts, their fears, their self-doubts, their wounds and insecurities, they nod their head no. Do we ask, is there, do we ask one another, you know, tell me about the parts of your life you've struggled with. Do you have regrets? What's happened that you're ashamed of? To be able to share our insecurities and doubts with one another in a safe way, that's part of emotional intimacy, and it becomes the bedrock of a relationship that stands a chance of surviving. We need to take off our masks and truly reveal ourselves prior to committing in a relationship. And when we don't do that, we can understand why our relationships will ultimately disappoint us and fail us. In fact, not sharing your genuine self is a prescription for disaster, and it accounts for a large percentage of why relationships fail or are unhappy. Emotional intimacy requires removing these disguises. I was recently working with a woman in her early 30s who, for the first time, was moving toward a relationship that felt whole and complete. It felt emotionally intimate and loving and passionate. And she and her boyfriend, let's call him Robert, were planning on moving forward together in their lives. They had been together for a couple of years, which is my prescription for how long it takes to believe you know someone. So my client, Jane, was feeling very encouraged and hopeful that Robert was the man for her. Surprisingly, alarmingly, and shockingly for Jane, Robert pulled the rug out from underneath her. He revealed to her, without any warning that this was coming, that he was actually doubting now whether he was in love with her. There was no prelude. There was no preface. There was no inkling that this was coming. Why? She was bewildered and heartbroken. How could Robert do this to her? Was Robert seeing someone else? That was her first belief. Well, it turned out Robert probably wasn't seeing someone else. Robert, as she really examined this, came to admit to her that he didn't find himself lovable, that he had been deeply wounded in previous relationships, which he never shared with Jane, never told her about it. Now, his self-doubt about himself was getting in the way. 
he was afraid that Jane ultimately was going to reject him. And for the first time, Robert began to share stories and narratives about his own childhood, his physical abuse at the hands of one of his parents, the emotional abuse at the hands of another. Jane was bewildered and dumbfounded. She never knew this. And she asked Robert, why didn't you tell me? He shrugged his shoulders. He said he was embarrassed. He's afraid she'd be judgmental of him. So he hid this aspect of himself. And the problem here for Jane is she never asked those hard questions. So Robert was putting his best foot forward. Ultimately, it blew up on them. I'll share a personal story with you in this regard. Shortly after I was divorced, well, not that shortly, but sometime after I was divorced, going back now 25 years ago, um, I was set up on what was a blind date. And when she walked into the restaurant and sat down at the table where I was waiting for her, I noticed that I found her quite attractive. We had an engaging, lively conversation over lunch. And I thought to myself, she seems intelligent. So I was encouraged. I found myself attracted and found her intellectually stimulating. As I drove home that day from my lunch date, I had a thought. My thought was, I have a feeling that she might be a little too conservative to actually connect with me on so many levels that are authentic to me specifically in regard to how I think and how I operate, which, as you all know by now, is certainly not conservative of mine. So I made another date with her. And what did I do? I did the opposite of putting my best foot forward. I didn't try to act appropriate or to elicit the right reactions from her. I shared a history of my past, which I thought she might reasonably have issues with and be judgmental about. Why was I doing that? I was trying to share who I actually am, not who I wanted her to think I was or pretend so that I could get more approval and interest on her part. I was doing the opposite of putting my best foot forward. Whenever I've told this story, people have asked out of curiosity, so what happened? Well, she had no issue with that. And she thought it was all very interesting. And we began to date each other. And a short time later, I found myself on the phone with her beginning to complain about ways in which I was not feeling gratified, that she was not affectionate or emotionally nurturing. And I stopped myself and I thought, she's a grown woman in the middle of life. If she is not who I need for her to be, there's no need for me to make a drama out of this. We could just part ways or become friends, which we did. Now, you see, that could never have happened if there was a premature committing to the relationship or a best foot forward approach, which ultimately would blow up on us. This conversation, this discussion about best foot forward harkens back, of course, to previous episodes, which I've done around the term self-esteem as opposed to other esteem. Robert, in the story I just shared previously, was invested in other esteem. He wanted Jane to fall for him and love him for who he pretended to be, not for who he truly was. 
it is essential that early in the dating process, we ask each other deep, compelling, curious questions, prompting each of us to reveal all aspects of ourself. When I've worked with clients around this, they've said, well, I don't want to pry. I didn't want to step into territory where they felt that I had no right to know. When somebody indicates that there's a private part of themselves that they're going to keep off base, well, that should be a signal that they're not prepared or open or transparent enough to be in a relationship. When you take two people who are not fully transparent and not sharing their full self, all aspects of themselves, what do you think the likelihood sometime later when all aspects of ourselves become visible and apparent, what's the chance that that relationship is going to thrive, let alone survive? This, folks, is one of the primary reasons that relationships disappoint us too often and fail us too often. Emotional intimacy, the ability to ask deep, revealing questions or to volunteer on our own parts, who we are, is an investment in authentic self-worth. If two people are each sharing their authentic self, two people committed to authentic self-esteem, well, one, on a personal level, there's every likelihood that we have two people who are going to grow and thrive in their lives. And then they can have a look at, are we well-suited for each other? This problem that we encounter is taught to us through our society and our culture, which induces us to present our best self, to conceal aspects of ourselves that we feel insecure or vulnerable about, and to mask it from one another. This is utterly destructive to our investment in our own self. We modify and mold so much of our behavior and our personality to win the prize, to achieve other esteem, to get the other people to like us or love us. And we create personality masks through this, which block our ability to grow and operate in our own authenticity. So not only are we self-deprecating our own selves, but it sabotages our relationships. For those masks that we wear early on in the relationship are going to be revealed over time. When we set the other person up as our judge and put our best foot forward, we are sabotaging ourselves and the relationship. This is not a healthy place to be. And it's truly a soul-defeating exercise. We should never, ever evaluate ourselves based upon what we think the other person thinks of us. Again, that is other esteem. When you set someone else up as your judge, understand they're not your judge. You've done that. The simple truth is others can't judge you unless you're appearing in a courthouse in front of a judge. People can have opinions, but you're elevating it to a level of judgment. Wouldn't it make more sense in pursuing romantic relationships or friendships, by the way, to reveal your authentic self, let go of your concerns about what they think of you, and find out what they think of you for who you truly are to invest in yourself. So in relationships, in friendships and romantic relationships, don't put your best foot forward. 
When you do that, you are invalidating your genuine self. And over time, we're going to see the truth of who we each are. So, new rules for relationship. Put your true self forward. Invest in your authentic self. Invite the other to do the same. Ask each other challenging questions. And share the aspects of yourself that you may not be proud of, that you may have some regrets about. Share your genuine self. Two people who do that are much better informed about whether they should be moving forward together or not. And certainly this is vital and essential before you commit to a relationship. I hope you have enjoyed today's episode. Look forward to speaking with you again soon. And until then, be well. I hope you enjoyed this episode of the Possibility Podcast with me, Mel Schwartz. To learn more about this topic and related subjects, please be sure to check out The Possibility Principle, my book at thepossibilityprinciple.com. I always welcome and look forward to your feedback. Please leave a comment at the show notes for this episode at melschwartz.com slash podcast, or simply send me an email at mel at melschwartz.com. You can also use that email address if you'd like to be a caller on a future show and have a topic you'd like me to discuss. If you never want to miss an episode, find The Possibility Principle in Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen. And be sure to hit that subscribe button. You'll get new episodes as soon as they are released. And if you know anyone who might benefit from The Possibility Podcast, please tell them about the show. Thank you for listening. And until next time, have a great day and keep summoning up those new possibilities. Thank you.